You are listening to the Salvation Army Disaster Radio, covering all things related to emergency management, disaster services, and the Salvation Army. The next ICS function we want to take a look at is that of the Public Information Officer, or PIO. That's right, Jeff. And the book definition for the PIO seems pretty straightforward. It's the Public Information Officer is responsible for communicating critical information about the Salvation Army's disaster relief activities to internal and external audiences, including media, the general public, and other Salvation Army units. So, these are the folks who talk to the media. Absolutely. But before we dive into the function, let's talk a little bit about where we are in the ICS chart. You'll note that the lead for this function has the title Officer, which means we are back up in that cluster of four boxes just below the Incident Commander. We call those four functions the Command Staff. And let me jump in here, Jeff. When we say officer, we mean that in the ICS sense, not in the Salvation Army way. People who fill these command staff functions don't need to be Salvation Army officers. ICS just terms the supervisors of all command staff functions officers. So you have a public information officer, safety officer, liaison officer, and emotional and spiritual care officer. Yeah, and all these command staff positions are technical experts, advisors, if you will, to the incident commander, and they're pretty narrowly focused on some very specific topics or areas. And that means you can't just throw anyone into these positions. You want someone trained and experienced. For example, if you're going to fill the safety officer position, you want someone with a background in safety. When you select someone to fill a position of the public information officer, you want someone who has experience in media relations and who isn't afraid to speak on camera. I mean, can you imagine someone untrained like you or me doing a radio broadcast? How awful would that be? Us stuttering and stumbling through a broadcast? Talk about embarrassing. Yeah, except right now, Christy, we're um, (laughs) recording disaster radio. Yeah, that's a little awkward, I think. Yeah. So maybe we ought to just skip on and dive into a few important things the PIO should know. It's probably something a professional would do. Just keep going. Act like it's all part of the script. (laughs) Exactly. Now, the first thing every PIO needs to know is that there are both external and internal audiences. Now, it is pretty easy to identify the main external audiences. That would be the media. But we need to remember that that is just one segment of the overall audience the PIO is trying to reach. Externally, there are also donors, corporate partners, and the general public. Internally, there are other Salvation Army units, advisory board members, and our own volunteers who want to know how the Salvation Army is helping at a disaster site. Uh, And let's be honest, if you can't tell your own organization what you're doing to help people, it's probably impossible for you to communicate that to the outside world. You also need to keep this in mind. Our real reason for doing public information is to, number one, tell disaster survivors where they can turn to for help. And number two, to tell the broader Salvation Army constituency, and I mean from the media all the way down to the general public and our donors, that the Salvation Army is there fulfilling our mission to help people in a time of crisis. And when it comes to media, let's remember how rapidly media has changed in just the past few years. You still have broadcast media like radio and television and then print media like newspapers and magazines. 
But all of these major media types are now augmented by an online presence that gets millions of hits every day. And so in addition to CNN, Washington Post, Fox News, there are hundreds if not thousands of internet-based media outlets. So additionally, we need to remember that social media, from Facebook to Twitter, is a huge factor in emergency response also. And PIOs have to be prepared to interact with social media, to disseminate information, respond to inquiries, and dispel rumors. Yeah, that's the big story in emergency management. Social media and that 24-hour news cycle has revolutionized the time frame for public information. The public expects information fast almost as it's happening. Um, I compare this expectation to a ravenous beast, like think of a big tiger. Um, you can either feed that tiger or it'll eat you alive. Now, during a disaster, here's my kind of rule of thumb to feed that beast. A written media release should go out at least once every 24 hours. Social media, you probably want to hit that every one to three hours at minimum, especially during the height of an incident. I can't stress the need uh, enough to do good, solid media releases uh, regularly because if you're not doing that, you're just not doing good public information. So let's talk some other best practices as well. What are some hallmarks of a great PIO? I think a great PIO is all about building relationships. Uh, Number one, those relationships start with reporters. Um, You want to become a trusted, reliable media news source um, that reporters can turn to for good, valid information. That same philosophy carries over to things like Twitter and Facebook. If you prove yourself to be reliable, the information you put out is valid, people are more likely to follow you and more likely to retweet your information. Part of building that credibility is also being honest. One of the worst things a PIO can do is make up an answer off the cuff. It's better to say, I don't know, let me find out for you, and then to follow up and return that reporter's phone call. Don't make that statement if you're not actually going to do that and follow up. That then damages your credibility. Jeff, you mentioned Facebook and Twitter, and while it's good to take part in the social media aspects of of getting our information out, you can't get lost in social media frenzy. A great PIO has to master the basics. So write press releases. These are the backbone of information, and ensure those releases are disseminated and posted on key websites. Again, don't let social media serve as a substitute for media release writing and pitching directly to reporters. Yeah, Christy, one of my first experiences as a disaster director was with a PIO who made no bones about the importance of meeting reporters. I remember her banging on the door of the CNN satellite trailer saying, we're the Salvation Army, we're doing stuff, come film us. And I was like, that girl is crazy, but it worked. She built that relationship and we had all kinds of media coverage because of her aggressiveness and and insistence on telling the Salvation Army story. And that's a great example of a PIO being aggressive in a good way. We can flip the coin on that, and and there are some times where aggressiveness is not appropriate. Have to remember to take appropriate photos that show the Army helping and protecting the privacy at the same time of disaster survivors. 
I'm glad you brought up photos because the Salvation Army follows the same guidelines as the International Committee of the Red Cross. Now, these are kind of wordy, but uh, I'll paraphrase them a little bit. These guidelines say that in our information, publicity, and advertising, we shall recognize disaster survivors as dignified humans, not hopeless objects. And what that means is that it's not enough or it's not appropriate just to show somebody who's dirty, filthy, just crawling out of the wreckage as if they're a victim. Uh, You've got to show that they're a survivor. That's still a human being who is going to get better and can recover from the incident. One example of this is that there are a lot of displaced families during a disaster that move from their homes into a shelter. And it would be completely inappropriate for you to march a group of reporters or photographers to come into that shelter to take pictures or ask questions of the family without their permission. That's their home. You wouldn't have that happen in your own home, and you need to show the survivors the same respect that you would want to be shown yourself. Absolutely, Christy. One last best practice. Um, I saw this from a great PIO um, by the name of Kimberly George who works out of Chattanooga. And one of her missions was to make sure that everybody on the disaster relief operation knew the big story of the Salvation Army. She actually went to every canteen meeting in the morning before the canteens left and gave each of the canteen workers kind of a brief newsletter of here's what the Army is doing so that when they spoke to people in the neighborhoods they were visiting, those disasters survivors knew where to go to get further Salvation Army assistance. And by the same token, she also took information back from them. Here's what I'm hearing in different neighborhoods. That helped her control rumors, which was really nice, because if something was uh, being said that wasn't true, she could get with the media and say, hey, look, there's a rumor out there that we're shutting down. We're not. Let's correct that. That's a lot of work, and it's hard to believe that one PIO can do it all. Well, I think that's one of the mistakes we've made. One PIO really can't do it all. But just like all the other ICS functions, that public information box can expand to include subordinates as you need them. So if I'm the PIO, I might add a copy specialist just to write news releases or bring in a photographer or a videographer just to shoot photos and videos. And in today's day and age... I might also need a social media specialist just to handle Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. That social media specialist can also monitor what's being said about the Army and quickly respond to correct misinformation or address public image issues. Exactly. And Christy, while all those positions that you mentioned are important, you really want to start building your PIO team by identifying a spokesperson. While a trained PIO can certainly be on camera, the face of the Salvation Army in a local community is often that of a local Salvation Army officer or, at the state level, maybe the divisional commander. And during a disaster, that shouldn't change. It's up to the PIO to prep that local Salvation Army officer to be on camera and to talk about what the Salvation Army is doing to help hurting people during a time of crisis. Make sure, for example, that your spokesperson can answer some of the most frequently asked questions like how can someone help the Salvation Army's disaster operation? Oh, okay. I definitely think I can answer this one. A financial contribution is one of the best and easiest ways to help the Salvation Army to give Simply call 1-800-SAL-ARMY and visit our website at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Or you can always mail a check marked Disaster Relief to your local Salvation Army unit. See, now that sounded like a professional, Christy. With that kind of talent, maybe, now just maybe, 
you might be good enough to do our outro segment for the professional operation that is Salvation Army Disaster Radio. Just maybe, Jeff. I'm going to give it a a good old-fashioned try right now. I'm pretty nervous, but here we go. Thank you for listening to Disaster Radio. We welcome your questions or comments. Send us an email at disasterradio at uss.salvationarmy.org. And remember, it's easy to support the Salvation Army. To donate time, money, or materials, go to www.salvationarmyusa.org or simply call 1-800-SAL-ARMY.